Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Hi. Close your eyes. It's time to discover what starting and growing your own business feels like. Whether your business is bedsheets or skincare or jewelry, Shopify's with you every step of the way. Hello. Now, open your eyes. Feel ready to start and grow your business with Shopify. You'll get the tools you need to nurture your growing business and feel the same satisfaction as listening to this ad. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Simply start selling with Shopify today and join the commerce platform powering millions of businesses worldwide. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Nine. T minus eight seconds. Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. We have ignition and liftoff. Welcome back to the Space News Podcast, everybody. My name is Will, and I want to say thank you to all of the space cadets out there that are helping support this podcast. And the easiest way to support this pod is to just listen to it. Keep listening to it. Visit our sponsors and also go to our social channels at Space News Pod and interact and ask questions because we want to be um, back and forth here. We want to have a communication with you guys. So thank you so much for all the support. Now, if you give us a review on iTunes, that would be helpful on Spotify. Any place that you get your podcasts, that would be very helpful. So thank you so much for all of the support. And you know who else has our support? Everybody at NASA, everyone at NASA's Kepler mission, because they continue to find worlds out there that are habitable. Now, Kepler spacecraft ran out of fuel on October 30th and ended its mission officially after nine years, during which time it has discovered 2,600 confirmed planets around other stars, along with thousands of additional candidates that astronomers are still chugging through the data. They're digging through the data to confirm that these things are out there. You know what's great about the Kepler mission? That the data is open to the public. And citizen scientists have used that data from NASA's Kepler Space Telescope to discover a planet roughly the size of two Earths. And it's located within a star's habitable zone. And that's the range that a orbital distance where liquid water may exist on this planet. This new world, it's also known as K2-288, capital B, lowercase b. It could be a rocky planet or it could be a gas planet, sort of like Neptune. And its size is rare among exoplanets. It's two times the size of Earth. Now, this new world, it is pretty cool because it's in a temperate orbit. And it's 
orbiting around one of a set of twin stars. And it's in the constellation Taurus. It's 226 light years away. It's in the stellar system known as K2-288. And that's where this pair of dim stars live. They're cool M-type stars separated by about 5.1 billion miles, roughly six times the distance between Saturn and the Sun. And the brighter star is about half as massive and large as the Sun, while its companion is about one-third the Sun's mass and size. And this new planet that they discovered, K2-288bb, orbits the smaller, dimmer star every 31.3 days. Adina Feinstein, who's the lead author of the paper about this planet, said it's a very exciting discovery due to how it was found, its temperate orbit, and because planets of this size seem to be relatively uncommon. So back in 2017, Feinstein and McKenna Bristow, who's an undergraduate student at the University of North Carolina, Asheville, worked as interns with Joshua Schleider, an astrophysicist in NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, and they searched Kepler data for evidence of transits and the regular dimming of a star when an orbiting planet moves across the star's face. So basically what they did, stars are really bright. It's really hard to see planets around the outside of them because of all of the light that's coming into the data, right? All the data that's coming in, it looks really bright. So the only way to see a planet is when it goes in front of the star and it creates a little wobble. It creates a little dot in front of that star in the data. And in that data, they um, they saw two likely planetary transits in the system. But scientists require a third transit before claiming the discovery of a candidate planet. And there wasn't a third signal in the observations that they were part of. So what happened with this data between 2014 and 2018? Uh, Kepler's K2 mode was running, and the spacecraft repositioned itself to point at a new patch of sky at the start of each three-month observation campaign, where initially astronomers were concerned that this repositioning would cause systematic errors in the measurements. And there were some errors. So reorienting Kepler relative to the sun caused minuscule changes in the shape of the telescope and the temperature of the electronics, which eventually affected Kepler's sensitive measurements in the first days of each campaign. So early versions of the software that they were using to prepare the data for planet finding analysis simply ignored the first few days of observations that were happening. And that's where the third transit was hiding all along. So the scientists reran the data. They reran all the data for the Kepler mission, searching for these exoplanets. And they didn't find it in the data via computer. They found it by looking at it with their own human eyes. Inspecting or vetting transits with the human eye is crucial because noise and other astrophysical events can mimic transits. It was a team of civilian scientists that went over this data in Exoplanet Explorers, which is a project where the public searches Kepler's K2 observations to locate new transiting planets. And in May of 2017, these volunteer scientists noticed that there was a third transit and they started discussing it. And it came back to Feinstein and her colleagues. Feinstein stated, 
That's how we missed it. And it took the keen eyes of citizen scientists to make this extremely valuable find and point us to it. Once they reread the data and went over through everything, um, they found out that this planet is half the size of Neptune. It's 1.9 times Earth size, and that places the planet within a recently discovered category called the Fulton Gap, or Radius Gap, which is among planets that orbit close to their stars. There's a curious darth of worlds between 1.5 and 2 times Earth size. Now that's the Fulton Gap, anywhere in between there. So as great as computers are as crunching data, getting everything presentable to humans, it was actually the human eye and the human mind that found this planet. It's not just going to go through the data on itself. You know, the computers aren't going to do it by themselves. It takes a keen human eye to find this stuff out. And thankfully, we had some citizen scientists to pull through and help us out with this one. And you know what else could help out is if you left Space News Pod a review on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Spotify, on Google Play, anywhere that you get your podcast. If you could leave a good review for us, that would be amazing if you enjoy this podcast. So I want to say thank you to all of the space cadets out there for all of the support throughout the time that I've been doing this. We're reaching 100 episodes soon. We're at 85 right now, I think. 85, 84, 85, somewhere on there. So we're getting there soon. So I want to say thank you so much for all the support and space cadets. I will beam this down from the mothership tomorrow. Some more space news on the Space News Podcast. My name is Will, and I will see you soon. Hear that? That's the sound of a patient whose health data is protected from a cyber attack. And that, that's the sound of a financial system that's digitally secured from bad actors. Right now, there's an invisible war being fought on a digital battlefield that impacts what we do every day. That's why at Paraton, we do the can't be done to help protect the vital systems we rely on. Because if we don't, the alternative is unimaginable. Paraton. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it, but nobody is gonna do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.